0: and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press, we are using the D&D 5e ruleset, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. You would have noticed, too, when you were putting everything back into your backpack after Norbert had dumped them out, that any of the items that were in your backpack that had that starlight symbol in them, they're all gone. One of your daggers remains metal, but the other dagger that had the starlight symbol on it has been replaced with wood. All of your ball bearings are now wooden ball bearings. So anything that had that starlight symbol on it has now been replaced by A similar object but it's made out of wood or if if it's like for example a candle it's still a wax candle but anything that had the starlight symbol on it is gone
1: so that includes the rapier
0: the rapier was pulled from the fish that did not have the starlight symbol on it
1: it did not No. but it it had some symbol on it
0: It was just a fish rapier. Didn't
1: it? Hmm. Okay. So now now I'm confused, but let's go over this after the session, perhaps, and sort out the inventory. Because she certainly wouldn't carry all of that around.
2: Hang on. There was a a rapier in the backpack when I dumped it on the ground. I didn't see it.
1: No. No. Not in the backpack. It's on her belt.
2: okay. Okay.
1: She's encumbered, by the way. She has been for a long time because of the damn coins.
2: That's why you
0: had and, Norbert carrying your backpack for you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 1,075 coins. Okay. Uh, anyway, she pulls out one of the candles and lights them with uh, one of the lights that are down there. Are they open flame? Can I use those?
0: No. When you look at what is lighting up the sconce, inside you see a gem. The light is coming from a gem. It doesn't flicker, it's a stable, steady light.
1: Oh my god, Clicker's gonna to try to fetch the gem. Or right. one of the gems.
0: You can give me a strength a th- strength or athletics check. Nine. You are unable to remove the gem from these cards. Is it
1: cold? Is it warm? Is it okay?
0: Are you gonna touch the gem? I just figured you were just going to try to pry it with your dagger or something.
1: Uh, she was, she was going to touch it, yeah, but but hover over it first to to make sure it's not hot or anything.
0: Okay, you do not feel any heat coming from the gem.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, no, but seeing that, and he's going to do exactly the same thing.
0: Okay.
1: Yes, crit.
2: <laughs> he
0: rolls a twenty, and with his modifier, that's a twenty-five. So you go in there, and so first off, you're just using your claws. Yep. With your claws, you try to get in there, your turtle like claws, which I really wonder what that would look like, because I just can't imagine it. But anyways, your turtle claws, and you try to pry that gem out, and instead what you do is you end up ripping the sconce off the wall. That's fine.
2: It's got a light in it, though.
0: <laughs> and the light continues to work, and... Inside the party sheet, I have just added a sconce. I'll just put one. One ever bright sconce.
2: Cool. I actually have something. A sconce. Can I use it as a weapon? <laughs> cool. It provides light
0: in a 15-foot radius. Cool. That'll be fine. And dim light for an additional 15 feet.
2: Great. I'm going down the hole. Clearly you guys don't want a Volkswagen, so... Off we go. Down the hole. Alright.
3: I think he's losing it.
2: Norbert goes...
0: Enters. You climb down that ladder. You don't need to roll to climb down a ladder. It's, it's fine. You find yourself standing on a five foot platform and there is another ladder that goes down and you can see that the second platform looks like it's only 10 feet down and you see that there is a sconce with a torch in it
2: can i remove the torch from where you are there no oh when i get down can i remove the torch so
0: before you go further so you're still there what are you guys doing? He just started climbing down the ladder. What are you guys doing?
1: Clicker is following.
0: Who's who's coming next? I lost audio, Ivan. Is it Clicker or Volga coming next? Clicker. Okay.
1: Are you still here, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you haven't said anything in like 10 minutes. Just making sure.
3: Uh, okay. Okay, um... I'm gonna... I would like to uh, turn into a suspiciously large gecko. Okay. And and I will give a clicker a warning.
0: Okay. Uh, let me see. I, I don't know if this is going to work in Fantasy Grounds Unity. I hope it does. Let me see if that gecko is inside my list. Oh, come on. I thought I created this for you. They didn't come across.
3: It's it's okay. I have a a stat sheet.
0: Oh no, I I spelt it wrong. It's it's. There's no C in it. Here we go. Okay, so you should be able to drag that and drop it on top of your name in your character sheet, and it should. Yay! It worked. And so you're going to climb down after I only see black. Norbert, as you get there and you put your hand up onto that torch, you notice that down that, that next ladder, that next ladder is another 10 feet down, but you hear some voices and you see, you see these Uh, I have a description for this somewhere. Where did I got my description?
1: The map is still completely black for me, by the way.
0: Click click your left-click yourself on the map.
1: Well, I don't know where to click because it's completely black.
2: Hmm. Uh, Double-click your right-hand token on your player check.
1: I got it. I was in the kitchen area. Of course, I wouldn't see myself.
0: So you see what looks like a a man. Well, actually, this is what you see. You see two of these fellas. I'll share this in just a second. Come on. Share. You see two guys that kind of look like that. They have a very pale looking skin. They seem to be talking to each other. The one that looks more or less in front of you looks like he or it is occupied with something directly south of it. And the one that is further up and to the right, it looks like it's occupied with something directly north of it.
2: What ho, Dwarfs?
0: You can give me a... I guess it's nature... Uh, give me a Wisdom check. Yeah, okay, you think they're Dwarfs. So you you say that in common, and let me put Volga on the map there too there you go Volga you should be on that map now as a little gecko climbing down the ladder after clicker you guys still clicker and Volga you still need to change your color so you look and you see these guys they look like a dwarf they have the stature of a dwarf color doesn't quite look like a dwarf and so you say what did you say in common (laughs) What ho, Dwarfs? Oh, I need to, sorry, change.
1: They're not hoes. (laughs) (laughs) Though, in the picture, I do have to say what they're holding kind of looks like a hoe. A little bit. With a lot of imagination.
2: It's a pointy, spiky thing normally
0: i'd I'd have this all pre-set up but in i'm still working on getting sounds to work with fantasy grounds unity with them so i've got to go back to opening it from a bloody file okay so you say that and instantly the dwarf turns to look at you the one that is closest to you and the other one steps in closer as well and you see a third one also step in closer Oh, look, I didn't even have to reveal, and it revealed itself.
2: Oh, I can't see him. Well, you can't see him. No, but I am two.
1: Because we don't have
2: line of sight, Anna. probably. There he is. He just showed up. So another one steps
0: in close, and you got three of them now that are standing close, and they all look up to you expectantly. And they say, in a language that you none of you seem to recognize, maybe Thorne might, I don't know, do you respond as they say, say that? Yep. So they speak to you and they speak in a language you don't understand. Uh, what do you do?
2: I reply in a different language.
0: And they look at each other. The one that uh, looks at you and then he speaks, uh, tries something else. Again, none of you guys understand it.
1: Uh, And Clicker just imitates the sound she's hearing.
2: I'll try a third language to see if it makes any difference. So the
0: one hearing you imitate, he gestures for you to come, come on down. Come.
2: I will. I shall come down.
1: Clicker imitates the sounds she's hearing.
2: And he
0: smiles happily as you imitate the sounds and he indicates in gestures and he continues to speak. And he says something else in this language. And you think that he must be speaking Dwarven. Although he's spoken in two different languages, you think it has to be Dwarven. You're talking to the Clicker
2: then? To all of you guys. Okay. So I climb down and I offer him the sconce as a gift. oh you're giving him the sconce I pass him the sconce as a gift
0: okay so you pass out the sconce clicker you are on the platform above you see Norbert climb down that last 10 foot ladder what are you doing
1: she's also climbing down yeah
0: you follow behind immediately
1: and as she sees that we're apparently making gifts now she's going to Take the backpack off her off her back and try to fetch one of the hematites.
0: Okay. Norbit, by the way, so when you come down there, you do notice that you can see three benches. One directly to the east of you, one to the southeast, and one to the northeast. You see that the northeast one holds mining tools. The east one, you can see, holds a what looks like a... Um, like, one of those those gold pan type things. A gold pan. Yeah, you know, for panning gold. Oh, okay. Yep. Whatever you yep. call that. Yep. And on the, the table to the southeast, you can just see, like, some... What looks like some general goods and whatnot, like... Supplies and things like this. And okay. some dishes as well. So, you come down. You offer him the sconce, and... He gives a bow of his head as he uh, takes the sconce. Clicker comes in behind. What about you, Volga? And Clicker's digging in her backpack. The large gecko is doing what?
3: I'm blending with the wall somewhere okay. behind them.
0: So do you you're climbing along the wall? Yeah. Okay. So the gecko is on the wall. So, as you get there, Norbit, you do notice that, as you're talking, you do notice that another dwarf is walking, is coming in closer from that direction, and another one is coming in from another direction to the north of you, and so this, as you had this one, the sconce, he takes it solemnly in his hands, and he gestures for you to... um, opening his left arm to indicate, come, you know, go to the
2: left. So I go to the left. Okay. Oh, sorry. And his
0: left.
1: Mm.
2: His left. Sorry.
1: Clicker is going to...
2: to to As I pass the second dwarf. And Clicker, what are you
1: doing? Clicker pays her toll, her fee to get through as well by uh, offering him a hematite, which I believe is a iron-bearing gray and black stone. Okay. And you
0: also notice, too, that as you're walking about here, you do notice, in fact... Let me see. Perception check from Norbert and Clicker. Oh. Okay, clicker. You don't actually notice as you're pulling the hematite out and whatnot, nor but you kind of notice as well in the walls along some of the rubble on the floor and stuff. You see odd colored crystal structures that look like just crude gems, and they're everywhere. I ignore them, I'm not in need of as you're climbing along the wall the gecko would have noticed that as well and i'd like the three of you to give me a history check 14 14 for norbert 14 for clicker 15 for volga volga as the gecko noticing just it seems like an oddly large quantity of gems that you're seeing about you do recall kilia mentioning how they were on top of a gem mine and were mining gems. You other two do not remember that at all. So Norbit walks past. As you get there, Norbit, you do notice that there is an overhang to directly to the southwest of where you're standing. And there's a, a hole that's roughly two and a half feet wide to the southwest of you. And peering through that hole, you can't help but notice there's another dwarf who is starting to come... is
2: walking towards you. Huh. I wave and acknowledge his existence.
0: Clicker, you hand the Hematite and just drop it into the party sheet, and as well for you, Norbert, if you've dropped it into the party sheet, that would be great. The sconce. Oh, you rotter.
2: I've already deleted it, sorry.
0: So just drop it into the party sheet then that you've given the hematite to him so again he places the uh sconce on the table to the south east of where you are clicker and he graciously with two hands uh nods at you as you give the the gem the refined gem and he also then as well again indicates go to the southeast and as you get there i need you guys all to give me initiative
3: And so she does. I would be following them, pretending like I'm with You're part of the wall. Uh, I'm not seen?
0: At this moment, you don't know if you're seen or not.
3: Okay, I will... there, There is a ceiling, right?
0: Yes. So the ceiling from where you are now, the ceiling is... So that first drop was 20 feet and then the next drop the ladder was 10 feet down the next ladder took you another 10 feet down so that's 40 feet down but every time you've gone down the levels the ceiling has remained only eight feet above you so right now the ceiling is is only eight feet above where clicker and Norbit is where you are just assume that if you're going along the wall it's only eight feet above to me, even though you're a large gecko, to me that means you're double the size of a normal gecko. And a normal gecko is pretty damn small. So, And for the time being, you have no idea if they've seen you or not. But any which way, those guys have rolled. You can roll your initiative as well, Volga.
1: Okay. Can you place me on, on a square, please?
0: Sure. Whoa. That's not you. There you go.
1: Wow, natural one. Oh, terrible.
0: <laughs> she rolled a 1. So, that's an initiative of 4 for Volga. Okay. Yeah,
1: 13, 7 and 4, not too good.
0: All right. As you walk by immediately the dwarf in front of you, uh and the dwarf well, you know what? I guess I got to do this the legitimate legitimate way.
1: Volga still has Flaming Sphere and Detect Magic on her. Right. Um, And how do I... So, Volga,
0: do you know how to remove that from yourself? Uh, On the Combat Tracker, you can see the grayed-out button that looks like a boot with a wing on it. If you click that, that expands all the effects on you. And you should see the to the right... Your ability to delete the detect magic that's on yourself in the Flaming Sphere. You see that?
3: No, I don't see how to delete it.
0: I'll throw that into Discord there as a picture for you. Okay, so if you click on... So inside the picture that I shared in Discord... Whoa, what's going on with Discord? Processing, processing, processing. That's taking forever.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Something is weird, because I was disconnected from Google and can't log back in. Is this where the apocalypse happens?
0: Well, my wife was just saying she also was experiencing an issue. She can't get into her Gmail or YouTube.
1: Yep, YouTube is down. End of the world. Okay, yeah, this is where the apocalypse happens.
0: Yep, bring on the zombies. So, inside the combat tracker, there is you can see that there's the green skull and then there's a bunch of grayed out symbols to the right of the green skull for yourself or Volga as the gecko.
3: Yeah. I, well, I have one gray foot, and uh, I clicked on it. I have a list.
0: Yeah. Okay. And if you click the foot, it it turns brown, and when it turns brown, you should see the different effects that are on you at the moment.
3: I do, and they are all they all have green on button on them. Right.
0: So to the to the very right, you should see a red circle with a white line that is vertical. I don't. Oh, you don't. Oh that okay, so normally this is be, this is because going from fantasy ground classic to fantasy ground unity, normally what would end up happening is you should see that when you put an effect on yourself you, you you'll see that and you'll be able to then click that red that red button which will allow you to delete it. But I think it's just because coming from classic to unity, it got something wrong Any which way okay, so that's that's taking care of those effects for you. You see another Dwarf who's just popped into your view, Norbert, who is from the south. So you can see Dwarf 3 and now Dwarf 10. And this Dwarf, he quickly moves in behind you, Clicker, and he is going to attempt to grab onto you. So that is a strength check from him. and i believe on my picture my background that's what do i have that that's either strength or dexterity athletics or acrobatics to contend for you clicker sorry
1: 25
0: so you quickly you you feel this you see the dwarf move in really quick and he reaches out to grab at your your arm but you quickly move your arm out of the way and you can see even though his eyes you don't see irises they're just white it definitely seems hostile another one pops into view from the south of where you are norbit
2: so you see three down that tube now i actually only see two that's okay line of sight can't see him i can now there we go it is line of sight
0: this guy in f- behind you, Clicker, he also tries to grab onto you as well. <laughs> uh, first, a seven for the first guy who tries to grab. Now a two as the second one tries to grab. And acrobatics of 14 from Clicker. So you manage, both trying to grab onto you, you manage to quickly avoid both of them. This guy is right there now. Actually, he's rushing. So he gets right there in front of you now, Norbert. And this guy. He can't do a thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Nope, I can't reach you. This guy moves, quickly turns about and comes at you Norbert and he tries to grab onto you. Not with an arm though, he has a, that strange looking hooked spear that he tries to hook you with. Wow. He is unable to hook you as he rolls a two with its modifier to make it a four. And from the north you hear a voice shouting out loudly i should change i should put on some better some combat music now okay clicker you're up
1: drawing a weapon is not an action correct no she draws a rapier and immediately begins to stab uh on colored dwarf number two. Okay. You know, and and uses this to get some distance between them, like using using the rapier, just holding it out in front of her. After that, A.K.A. After that, she's going to disengage with her cunning action and move backwards, so she's um okay. back to back with Norbit. Um, trying to oh, target is locked. Here we go an 18, and it hits.
0: Oh, you poke him with your rapier.
1: Uh, minimum damage. Six damage. Oh,
0: man. That's still some pretty decent damage, and as you poke at that dwarf number two, you can tell that he's bloodied with that vicious poking as you disengage quickly, moving to be flanking with Norbert.
1: And... Clicker uh, exclaims the same word she has, she has replicated before, but in a, in a very menacing manner this time. Okay. Whatever the word was. Probably meant like something like a, hello, dwarvish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: They said something, something like
2: that. Norbit. What do you do? Well, Norbert's got nothing except a couple of claw-covered hands, so he's going to have to crack at one of them.
0: Okay. And indeed, with your claw-covered hand, you crack well as you smash into the dwarf. Which one are you going at? Number eight. Number eight, the one to your east. Okay. And that too, as you smash into his face, blood just starts and it oozes out of him and it has it's not red instead it's got this putrid looking blue black more blue than black
2: blood that leaks out of his face as you crushed his nose and with hand number two he's gonna do it again okay just remember so this is a
0: bonus action where you are I have got two claws. So yeah, you punched number eight in a nose and it's bloodied and then you're going for your offhand. So this is where Norbit on your character sheet. Yep. Click the the hand symbol. Yep. Done that. Where it says one. Click it again. Yes it's two. And it should change to an O for off hand. Oh okay. Yep, it does. Okay, so let's see. Let's see what that does. Cause that shouldn't roll the modifier. Oh, so with your offhand, you go to punch him, but you swing and you miss as you're unable to connect as it reels back with the bluish blood coming from its nose.
2: When you say it shouldn't go with a modifier, which modifier? Because it has its... For giggles, let's... Damage in the chat window,
0: not on top of it. I just want to see... What does the damage do with offhand? Oh, it did include the modifier. Okay, so that's not right, because the only way you get offhand with modifier is if
2: you've got two-weapon fighting, and you don't. So what's the second one? Because the second one says it's, oh, it says two hands.
0: Yes, so weapons that have two hands, that's what I was explaining, is if you have a two-handed weapon that has the versa- versatile condition on it, then it automatically rolls.
2: And I've noticed that it doesn't change when I... And I've done this with a a battle axe, which is a, a versatile weapon. Is that the
0: this hand symbol?
2: Yeah, it, it's only recently
0: come about. This didn't exist before. No,
2: that's right. And this is not inside Fantasy Guns Classic. No, and as I changed changing. hands, I did it early tonight. As I changed hands, the damage didn't appear to be changing. However, you,
0: yeah, you did
1: five more damage, by the way, just so you know.
2: Volga, what are you doing?
1: Okay, I... Did
2: you undamage the guy that I just damaged? Nope,
0: he's damaged. What are you doing, Volga?
3: Mm. I want to um, crawl forward following Clicker, and I want to be, like, in the corner between the wall and the ceiling. Hopefully I don't get too noticed, but I'm going full speed, which is... Uh, my speed is gecko is 40 feet do i still get minus 10 for encumbrance if i'm a a gecko
0: no the assumption is when you turn into that form mm, actually that is a good question yeah i will say that you remain encumbered so so to dash so your speed is 30 instead of 40 so along the wall you could go at a dash 60 feet
3: Well, let me get, uh, let me go, maybe, well, I just want to turn the corner first and see what I see.
0: Okay. So, just left-click, drag, and show me where you want to go. So, you just want to go there and see what you can see?
3: Yeah. That's what you see? Okay. Give me a second. Can I get, so I went 10 feet, if I get here, uh, can I reach the dwarf number three?
0: So I'm assuming that you were climbing along the wall, or are you? Because if you went down the ladder, then you would have gone, uh, you would have gone 515. That would be 20 feet if you went down the ladder. I'm assuming that you were along the wall. Yeah. Okay. So you're 10 feet along the wall. So you're going to continue to move along the wall. And then when you get there, you're climbing off the wall to go between clicker and orbit. Is that right?
3: I'm guessing no, because I won't have uh, distance for it, but not without dash. So if it's 20 feet, sorry,
0: yeah, you would if it's uh, because you'd have to climb off the wall. I would say that would be... So that's 20, 25 plus you went ten Yeah, so you wouldn't be able to do it. You'd be at 30 feet, and I would say you're still on the wall. Or you could be just mm-hmm. on the ground. Okay. But you would need to go another five feet further with... Uh, and you wouldn't have that movement left.
3: Okay, so instead, I'm gonna still go there, uh, and I'm not gonna... Um, Sorry, I'm gonna dash. So what I hope I have enough movement is to oh, yeah. get for dashing
0: to get there easily.
3: Is to get here or like here on the wall. Like like here on the wall. Yeah and yeah, I wanna sure. be yeah. on the wall or on the yeah. ceiling above the dwarf number three.
0: Easily. Okay. Right there? Right there?
3: Yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay. And that's it.
0: Okay. Cool. Clicker, you're up again.
1: Into ready in action, the first person that comes into, into range is getting a stab. Okay, she's holding the rapier in front of her, still trying to maintain that distance, giving them a chance not to go into combat. If they do, gotta cut a bitch.
0: I will say that you had noticed that they have light crossbows. But at the moment, none of them are holding on to their light crossbows. They all seem to be holding on to those weird hook sticks. Hmm. Okay.
1: I can only set one trigger so that the trigger is going to be as soon as somebody comes close. Uh, the, the hook things are not 10 feet range, right? They cannot, or are, are they going to be uh, able to reach over here? You
0: had noticed with their stature and whatnot, and with your passive perception, you easily noticed that they didn't seem like they had enough, those sticks didn't seem long enough to reach 10 feet.
1: Hmm. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so that's it. Okay, pass your turn. Norbit, what are you doing?
2: Gonna slap him again.
0: Okay indeed, you smacked the same dwarf, going again for his face,
2: I assume. Yep.
0: What does that mean?
2: Is he dying? Okay, I get it.
1: Nope.
0: So once more, just with ridiculous accuracy, you manage to pummel his face right in the same spot. And even more blue-black blood gushes out, spraying out everywhere. It gets all over your arm and your fist as it reels backwards stumbling but it manages to keep its feet but it doesn't look so good as its uh, white eyes now have a a reddish tinge. Anything else?
2: Whack him with the other hand.
0: Okay. You do hit. So that will be one more extra damage. So I will add that. And he's still barely standing as he he staggers after this one, where he puts his hand down on his knee as he's bending a little bit, and he growls at you fiercely. I missed
2: that. What was the damage there?
0: With your offhand, you only get. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You've got claws. Sorry. So roll, just roll your d4, but do not, do not apply it to him. Just drop it in the chat window. Just drop a default. As soon as Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do with that last punch with no modifier that manages to lay him low as he falls? What does it look like?
2: Oh, what does it look like? Well I just sit there. there's a there's an expression of guilt on my face, the 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 feeling that this is like, it didn't have to come to this. There's that, that look of frustration that people just come after us, and they shouldn't do that. They should just. But we came in being friendly. We didn't attack them. That's the expression on my face. Him, he just, he just goes down like a sack of dead potatoes. Okay, Volga. You are above.
0: Uh, you're on the ceiling, eight feet above the head of Dwarf number
3: 3. Is Dwarf number 3 engaged with Norbit?
0: From where you are looking down, easily you can tell that it is.
3: And he he looks like he's attacking or is going to attack Norbit. Yes. Okay, I want to death from above. I'm going to drop on him and bite him
0: okay so you drop on him as a gecko
3: yeah and uh, i want to drop like on his back so i'm on the opposite side so i'm hopefully um how it's called flanking
0: give me an acrobatics roll let's see how well you do you aim your drop okay pretty good your skill at dropping as a gecko is uh not bad so you manage to drop not Not precisely, precisely where you did, but you're pretty close to being on target as you land on the the opposite side of the Dwarf, thereby flanking with Norbit. So bite away.
3: Okay, give me a second to figure it out. There are a lot of buttons.
0: So inside, so you should see on your Actions tab, there should be a group that's called Actions Wild Shape. So all you really need to do is expand that wild, that bite option there.
3: Yeah, but I have like cast and attack and save.
0: Okay, so it's got a few things there. So I think what you'd want to do is like once you've expanded it there, you are going to roll the attack for the melee plus three to see if you hit him. And you do hit him with the bite. So you will roll the damage of the 1d6 damage plus one piercing.
3: Uh, yeah but i have uh, do i have advantage because we are flanking
0: yeah okay if you want to roll to see if you get a d20 sure roll again no you didn't so the first one is all <laughs> account so you, you did hit so ultimately if you want to roll with advantage in the future below the chat window you see where it says modifier then you see an adv and, and a dis uh, yeah, button. yeah yeah okay yeah
3: thank you
0: okay so You roll the 1d6 plus 1 damage, okay, and that hit him, yes it hit him, now you roll the, the constitution save, and he failed that, and then poison. So okay, explain what does this bite look like that a gecko falling from the ceiling takes out this dwarf, what does that look like?
3: Uh, Is the dwarf wearing... he is wearing armor, some sort of leather armor. Yep. okay. (laughs) So, uh, I was gonna drop like on top of him but I didn't quite uh, calculate it well. So I dropped like on his neck on the back of his neck and I start like scrambling to gr- trying to grab on his armor but I can't so I bite him and the bite lands on the neck in the gap like above the armor and I fall down and start spitting out bits of dwarf that got into my mouth
0: so he, the gecko is in between his armor and his flesh. As you, the poisons from within your gum, your gecko gums, infects his blood, and he falls down. So let me see. Let's see if he, because if you're between him and that, let's just see if he falls.
3: No, I'm. I don't think I'm small enough to get in between him and his armor. I just meant the gap where I can. Um, between the armor and his hair, like the naked yeah okay, exposed okay, okay, okay. part gotcha. of the flesh. That yeah.
0: would have been funny, though, to see if he crushed you with, because yeah. you're that small to fit in. But yeah, I suppose.
3: I don't think I'm that small. My size is medium. That's like a dog size.
0: Dog size gecko. Cool. Okay, cool. That's it for you. Yeah. So two companions down. This guy comes up and he immediately tries to hook... Norbit
1: Oh, look at that. That is ridiculous. Ugh, a crit at Norbit.
0: And because he managed to hook you, he hooked you well enough now. Actually. So he hooked you and sorry, I'm retracting that, Norbit. He doesn't do any damage, and instead what he does is he knocks you prone. Okay. That's fine. This guy comes running up and he's going to try to hook Clicker.
1: Wait, who is the first to to come close? Because one of them should... Oh,
0: sorry. Yes, yes. So, yes, that guy came running up. The first one is the one to the south. Okay. They came running up to the yeah. south to grab Norbit.
1: Yeah, Clicker is only looking at the three in front of her, or... One of those is going to okay, get okay.
0: So this guy came running up, stabbed. So I guess he would get there, and your trigger would go off.
1: Uh huh. That guy's dead. Seventeen. Totally okay. hit him. Uh. Your points were only for attack saves and skill
0: your right. points. Not tricks. for damage.
1: No, mm. oh, this is better. Eleven. So, yeah, the guy comes comes in, and and Clicker is just shaking her head rapidly to let them know this is this is not a good idea. They should just drop it. And he still comes rushing forward, and with a very swift. And skilled for some reason motion she uh, uh, goes into this this long motion where, where her entire body becomes like a line and like a diagonal line and she stabs him right in the in the face
0: okay And as you stab him in the face, one thing that you guys do notice as you do these final blows and what's not, it it takes basically not the full six seconds of a turn to finish, but as they fall down, they start to, they start fading a bit. So within a couple of seconds of that fatal blow, they start to fade. Hmm. This. One comes running up, looks about, and he too... Let's see, does he do it? Now that you're prone? Yes, he gets his hook in you as well, and with his hook in you... Wow! Another Another crit! Yeah, that's crazy, eh? With his hook in you, he moves across this way. He doesn't notice the gecko there as he moves past, and with his hook in you... He's not able to this turn, but for all intents and purposes, Volga, you can tell that it looks like he's getting himself in a position to pull.
1: This is Ivan. I'm also known as Gary dog, the hammer dog games, community manager, and I'm playing clicker a Ravenfolk locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard.
3: Hi, I'm Dariam. I'm playing as Vanga Shellist, the four-walk Druid.
2: I'm Mick and I play Norbit.
3: And then there is me. I am Dagaba and
0: you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at CrimsonNib or at facebook.com slash CrimsonNib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.